The Corner Andrew Show Podcast. Good morning, my many friends. I'm Gunner Andrew Show Studio Usher, Teddy Peterson. Say, a man in New Brunswick has donated all of his land to a conservation group that will use it as a sanctuary for moose to have sex. So, uh, yeah. What was that address? Said local perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Now, silence. Silence, I say. For can't you see we're trying to do a show here? Here comes another steaming pant load of Garner Andrews' show on the Sonic. It's a podcast from Sonic 1029. Hi, Garner. Hello. I was wondering if uh, you could do me a favor. Uh, do you a think suita- you could do it? A suitable personality donor? <laughs> What's what's going on there? You sound sort of, you sound a little like Eeyore. Is everything oh. okay? Yeah. Yeah. I just haven't had my coffee yet. Oh, okay. What what can I do? For, what, what's your first name? Uh, it's Chad. Okay, Chad. What can I do for you today, pal? It's uh, my fiance's birthday today. And you? And she's she's kind of gloomy. <gasps> <laughs> Why but, is she... Uh, Chad, Chad. if you could just play a song for her. Let's just go back. Chad, why is she gloomy? Uh, she didn't get a job that she wanted at work. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Let's... Uh, do you want to just blow her a little radio kiss? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go for it. Is that good? You forgot the blow part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's the most important part of the blowing the kiss, the part where you go, which propels the kiss across the room to the recipient. Oh, Chad, there's so much you don't understand about physics and aerodynamics and drag versus lift. It's time for Music Music News with Bryce Kelly. It's Tuesday, March 11th, and this is the news. The Black Keys continue to work on brand new music. Nobody really knows anything when it comes to album details. However, there are rumblings that a brand new song from the band could be released later this month. Billboard has released their list of the top 40 money makers in music in 2013. Taylor Swift was number one. She made about $40 million. The top alt rockers were Mumford and Sons. They clocked in at number 18 with $14.1 million. And surprisingly, Imagine Dragons also made this list. They were 31st. They made about $9.4 million. And Eddie Vedder is keeping super busy this year. He just did a tour of Australia with Pearl Jam and then did a bunch of solo shows there as well. Today he announced more solo shows, this time in Brazil. And once those are done, he's going to join Pearl Jam for a summer European tour. That does it for another edition of Music News You Can Use on Sonic. That is, uh, we got onto that topic during the show yesterday. What do you believe? What do you believe? Do you believe the moon landing was a hoax? How about the whole 9-11 thing? A lot of people think that that was uh, an inside job. Plenty of people right now, as we speak, cooking up theories regarding that um, Malaysian Flight 370 that just sort of, poof, vanished over the weekend. Not a speck of debris. Nothing. Nothing. Was that the government? Was it aliens? What do you believe? The fluoride thing. Holy cow. There's a lot of people that believe in the uh, the fluoride theory. Hey, Garner. How are you? Woo! Yeah! Ah! <laughs> you got me going on the fluoride. I was just chomping at the bit there. 
Why are you uh, a believer that the the fluoride is in the water placed there by the government to keep you dumb? I am anti-fluoride 100%. And I know what you're saying about going to a restaurant and so on. uh, But I'll first start by saying where the fluoride actually comes from. This isn't natural fluoride that comes from the ground. Okay, can I just... One second. I need to go back here because a lot of people, we need to reset this. A lot of people believe that the fluoride is put in the water by the government because the government, because it apparently keeps you docile and easy to manage. You know what? I agree with that a little bit, but there's so much more to the story. That is definitely a conspiracy theory and there is some truth to that, but that's not, to me, the real reason why they do it. Why? Why? The reason that they do it is because the fluoride that they're using is like off-gassing from chemical plants. It's from fertilizer plants, and the stuff is literally poison. They're not allowed to put it in our water sources, in so in the oceans or lakes or rivers. So this is where they end up dumping it. Uh, and if you go online and you Google against it, you will, you will see such a good argument. So in the no, water ch- ch- in just Australia. a second. This is okay. This is so, so. The theory is then that they're using drinking water to get rid of hazardous way chemical waste, gas it, gaseous waste. Yes, but it's bad for the brain. It's bad for the bones. It's bad for our endocrine system, uh, reproductive systems everywhere. But then, what I don't understand though is that the powers that be, the people in the driver's seat that stamped the paperwork that says yes, go ahead, put fluoride in the drinking water. How do they manage to live a fluoride-free life? There's no way around it when it's in the drinking. They don't. It's big pharma. It's big. It's just like big pharma at its best. You know, they they can't avoid it. Personally, at home, I have a reverse osmosis filter, so it gets rid of almost all the fluoride. But yeah, when you're out and about, you have you have no choice. You have to you have to drink it. It's just the tap water. Even though ours is good quality compared to many other places around the world, it's it's not a good thing. Like just do a little research on your own; you will be shocked. But as for the dental, that's the biggest misnomer. Um, however, you say that word. That's the biggest misnomer. Yeah, thank you. That's the biggest wrong that's out there because it's not it's not accurate. It's it doesn't help dental problems. They're going into countries where they don't have fluoride and they have better teeth than than our people okay, do. Okay, 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 okay. Gas and go from Sonic One Two Nine. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Well, I just I got two cents to what you're talking about yesterday. Pardon me. I want to add my two cents in regards to what you guys are talking about yesterday. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You've got the floor. I've got the floor. Okay, this is a broad topic here. I don't know where to start. Um, well, here, hang on a second. See, this is going to kill conspiracy theory chat on the show today, is that nobody can bring their theory in under 90 seconds. They're all like nine minutes long and involve extensive research that's been conducted on Google. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no... my, my extensive research is tons of books. Four years. Uh, okay, anyway, what, what's so, your? What do you believe? I, Just tell us what you believe. I believe there's a soft kill agenda put out by the world elite. Like it all ties in with fluoride, the genetically modified food. You know all this. Uh, now we see. <laughs> your phone is cracking up too, and I believe that that's the government trying to keep you off the radio. Hello. Hello? 
Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to do conspiracy theory chat today. For the same reason we had to stop doing salute to substandard service, that every single story was at least 12 minutes long. Podcast Sonic. I hope you have room on this conspiracy thing for people that just want to phone in and point out how stupid people who believe in these things are. Like the anti-conspiracy crowd. I would like to call us the rational, logical people. Well, the best way to describe us. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's a lot of conspiracy theory out there. And sure, well, there, there is, and almost, I would say 99, almost 100% of it is idiotic, mindless stupidity. Okay, your words, not mine. So yeah. when the black suburbans start circling the radio station later today, I can send them to your house. Well, they would like me because I'm saying that they don't exist, and I oh, suppose true. if they did exist, okay. uh, denying their existence would, yeah. would make them quite happy. Well, you know what's odd is that uh, in my entire 80-plus year radio career now, some of the angriest phone calls, and well, when it comes to death threats, they've all come from angry conspiracy th theorists, people that feel that I'm not on board their belief train. And then they, they become outraged, like irrationally outraged, that they can't sway the guy on the radio to come around to their way of thinking. Well, it's very sad because I have friends like that who believe in these things and believe that if somehow you don't believe in their immensely elaborate, which is the main reason why all these conspiracy theories fail in any logical sense, because they are so elaborate. They require so many different people from so many different walks of life to work together to uh, further a conspiracy that simply put would have to be done by thousands and thousands of people all working together none of whom would ever say anything to anyone about the conspiracy to give it away but if you don't agree with them then you are well by definition of their world sort of in on the conspiracy you're one of the people who do it so i'm not surprised to get mad at you because if you don't if you don't acknowledge that they're correct you are you know the enemy of their conspiracy and probably furthering the goals of the black suburban crowd and you know god help you i suppose i think the the angriest phone call i ever got in my entire career came in three maybe three or four years ago and it was on the anniversary of 9-11 and i questioned on the air because somebody was talking about how it was a government the government Inflict the government is responsible for 9/11. The U.S. government, sure. and that was my that was my question right there. Is it would have required, if not thousands, at least hundreds of people to coordinate that? And none, somebody none of them would say anything at any point to anyone about what happened. After. You people can't. By nature, people have big mouths. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they love to go. Hey man, I got a secret. They love to gossip, and that I don't know how you'd keep all those people in line. Well, like this, I just put it this way: Bill Clinton couldn't keep it a secret that a secretary liked to uh, give him some sexual favors in the Oval uh, Office, under yes. the Oval Office, under the uh, the, the, the Oval Office. Yeah. And yet, uh, we're supposed, supposed to keep a massive secret that nine uh, eleven was some sort of. Uh, Inside a mentally job. organized inside job. It just makes no sense. Okay.
The Modern Rock Tour. The Modern Rock Tour. Sonic Scott. The Modern Rock Tour with Garner Andrews and so much more. Can you guess what's behind the Modern Rock Tour? Brianna was on the Sonic Rock Door this morning, and she grilled up a stake of failure. It is not Jack White love interruption. So on Wednesday, $2,042 could be yours. All you have to do is correctly identify that mystery song and artist. Tune into the Garner Andrews Show weekday mornings at 820 as the modern rock door jackpot grows. Sonic 1029. Oh, Sonic 1029. Modern rock. A small conspiracy theory kind of thing, pretty quick. Okay. All right, aliens. Sure. You, uh, you believe in... What? Okay. Now, you believe in aliens? I myself don't, but I would have an easier time believing what I'm about to say than believing they're from other planets, so... Okay. They're actually us from the future. You ever heard of that? No. Yeah, the flying saucer is like a time machine. That's why we can never find them, because we're going through time. And I guess it would sort of fit, because, like, cavemen are all small and, 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 and butch, carrying around clubs, so they're strong. And then the aliens, right human beings after machines have done all the work for them for so long they don't need those big bodies but they do need the big brains so that's why they look like that that's why they have those conical heads and the huge eyeballs yeah and i mean like you'd have to go light speed to get anywhere in this place anyways like from another planet like for a long a long 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 time i mean if you hit anything at light speed you would die if you went light speed you'd fall apart the radiation and kill you in six months is just you can't. You can't travel across space. There's no aliens out there. So you believe, then, this is an actual... I've never heard of this one before, where you believe there's no such thing as aliens from other planets, but those are travelers from the future. Well, I mean, I actually don't believe either of them, but I thought it was a little more interesting to think that they were extra-dimensional time travelers than extraterrestrial. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, <sighs> because, yeah. No, you can't travel in time either, so screw it. <laughs> So what you're saying is Back to the Future wasn't a documentary? I'm telling you, dude, it never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't say that on your own show. Oh, damn it. You anyway. call my show and you can say it, I guess. Hey, enough. Hang on. I don't know what he believes. The time trap? Well, who knows? The Garner Andrews Show to go. We're talking about conspiracy theories and those things that you believe that you somehow have trouble convincing others to believe? <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, Garn. I have one, I guess some people would call it a conspiracy theory, but I think it seems more realistic than that. Of course you do, because you believe it. I do. What is I it? believe that the NHL Stanley Cup winners are predetermined. You do, do you? I do. I uh, do. Now, when I, when I was a kid, one of my teachers, and I won't say his name, he was my grade three teacher. He was a great teacher, but he was a believer that the NHL was rigged. It was like, it was like wrestling. It was, they, they wrote a story and they followed the storyline through the entire season. Do you believe that much or do you just sort of believe that the once, once the teams have sort of filtered into the playoff pool, then it's determined or is it the entire season? I believe more that it's, through the season, they have an intent of who they want to get there. They let the games kind of play out, but you have those games with the bad refing, and I think that's when they're trying to make sure that the team they want to get there is going to get there. But this but, would require, again, this goes back to what I was saying about 9-11 and how this would require the teamwork of hundreds of people 
to sort of steer the the games, you'd have to have officials involved. You'd have to have coaches, management involved, players involved. Somebody's going to speak. You would, and that's the biggest argument I always get back. But the biggest kind of clarity point that made it seem to me like it has to be was the mid-2000s there when we had three Canadian teams make it to the cup final three years in a row. And all three of them lost to markets that didn't really have a hockey base following, which just goes with Gary Bettman's philosophy of increasing the number of fans in those lesser markets. Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes, Anaheim Ducks, and Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, And then the next two years after that was the Crosby story where he went but lost to Detroit. And then the following year went back just to win and have his reclaiming gold story. Now, do you find many other people locally with your same belief? I've met a few people who who can see where I'm coming from and agree with it, and it seems like it's kind of fishy, but I do have a lot of skeptics that I run into. Do you guys have meetings and stuff like that? No. Is there Are there forums? Are there online forums for discussing this? I mean, every conspiracy theory has an online component. Oh, yeah. There, there's lots of forums out there where people can bring up what they think is, is rigged or isn't rigged about it. Oh, okay. Uh, who's going to win this year? Um, I can't predict it. I've tried in the past. I've tried to predict who they think is the best story for the year. but Sure. <laughs> Gary Bettman has the winner in a sealed envelope inside his jacket pocket right now. It's the Garner Andrews Show to Go. Want to hear more stuff like this? Check out the Lane Mitchell Podcast. Available for free at Sonic1029.com. Oh, we're talking conspiracy theory again today, huh? What's your conspiracy theory? Um, diamonds and weddings. Uh, who, who came up with the idea and why is it necessary to have a diamond for a wedding and why should somebody put aside at least a month of their earnings for a diamond? Uh, and if you don't, then you're pretty much in trouble with the woman. It's uh, three months. <laughs> or three months. There we go. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess. It, it is it, it is one of those things. Who decided that breakfast was the most important meal of the day? Probably yeah, exactly. the same people. I eat at 9 o'clock every day. I have like one meal a day. I just eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, it's the same people that decided you got to spend three months of salary on a ring. Or that's just sending a signal to your woman that you don't really love her and value her. Yeah, and who made gold valuable? Like, I'd rather have food than gold. <laughs> so you actually do believe this, right? You're, I'm kind of joking around a little bit, and you're... About, uh, uh, joking about what? Gold. Uh, yeah, like, what, the only real value that it has is that it's uh, non-reactive and that it's an excellent conductor, but there are many other metals that are more than a- a- capable of doing its job. That are but it's cheaper. also... Gold, though, you can exchange it for goods and services if, you know, the world's economy collapsed. Well, if the world's economy collapsed, somebody came to me with uh, two pounds of gold and I had two pounds of food, I would take the food over the gold. So it really technically has no value. No more value than a rock. But it's also, you know, the difference between gold and a rock is that you can find rocks everywhere. Gold is not all that readily available. You have to go looking for it. In times of desperacy, what you, would you rather have, though, like uh, um, water or, oh, or of course, gold? Of course I would want water. <laughs> but it's, it's no, you can't say, it's not like I'm putting everything I've got into gold. 
I'm not the only thing I value and the only thing I'm turning all of my money into gold. No, I'm not doing that. No, it's no, sort I of it's that. diversification, I guess. But just like if you if you um, uh, take a look at how uh, uh, the world has evolved, and and uh, the Russians and their and their um, uh, what do they call those eggs that they that they used to make in Russia back in the Fabergé eggs. There we go. And and uh, the whole image of opulence. Uh, uh, now all of a sudden, uh, there are certain videos where members of, uh, uh, of you know bands are sitting there flinging hundred dollars bills in the air with their uh, massive gold chains around their neck, like it's the only thing that matters. And in three, four years down the road, they're completely bankrupt, and obviously had the wrong uh, uh, perception of what was what value was. Well, a lot of that's an act. That's what they they're they're playing a role. It's not real. Yeah, no, no. I just, uh, I, I find, I think that it's a conspiracy theory that uh, uh, has been thrown on us from way back uh, from the Bilderbergs and 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 uh, the Rothschilds that uh, we should spend money, and everybody to a certain extent does. Even I have some gold chains and shiny baubles, uh, but I don't have near as much as a lot of people that I see. And, and quite often, I'm going to have to say that women are quite infatuated with bling, and I see it on their fingers all over the place. Even if they're waitressing at a, at a restaurant, they seem to have more more jewelry than uh, you know what I bought from my ex-wife, and we had the money to afford it. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Hi. Okay, so the guy that just called with the diamond conspiracy... Uh, the rest of his spiel was kind of nuts, but I will say that I think, well, I believe that it is the most brilliant marketing campaign of all time, the whole diamond engagement ring thing. It was created by the Beers in, who knows what year, like the 20s, and they've artificially inflated the cost of diamonds. They really aren't as valuable as they should be. The rest of his spiel was kind of nuts, but I'm with him on that. Okay, yeah, a lot of people believe that, you know, the... the Diamond production is controlled, so yeah. that it to artificially inflate the value of a diamond. Exactly. So, using that theory, the controlling production of diamonds driving the price up. Why haven't we started using less precious stones to express our love for our fiancés and give diamonds a run for their money? Why aren't we giving our fiancés rubies or sapphires or a polished rock we found in the river valley? Huh? Yeah, but they just, it looks nice. It's symbolic. That, that's what it should be, in my opinion. You know what's weird is, it's funny to talk about this. I saw a couple this past weekend. I was I was staying at Jasper Park Lodge, and I was in the pool one night, and there was a couple in the pool, and they probably were in their, I don't know, late, mid-60s, probably. And they looked rich. They just had that air to them. They just looked very, very wealthy. Even in their bathing suits? They're, they gave off that <laughs> vibe. Do you know what I'm talking about? They looked, yeah, yeah, yeah. I they, know what you're talking about. They just looked really fit, and they were a good-looking <laughs> couple in their 60s. And I looked at the woman. I saw the woman's hand, and she just had the most simple gold band on, and I thought, that is beautiful. It's, Elegant. It, it just, it's sort of, it's like, yes, we're successful. Uh, yes, we've been together for a long, long time, and the fact that her ring was so simple, it's just that th there was some sort of beauty in that for me. I was looking in that thinking, you're so lucky, whoever you are, you handsome devil. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Vintage jewelry is kind of my thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around a $40,000 diamond. Okay. 
This is the Garner Andrews Show. To go. Like, get the hell out of here.